Welcome back to episode 58 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free, where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Actually I Am. Released in 2015 by Studio TMS and 3X Cube, it has 13 episodes and comes in sub-only from what I can find. Asahi is a boring high schooler who, after some encouragement from his friends, takes a chance on asking out his crush Shiragami. As Asahi attempts to present Shiragami with a love letter, he walks in on her not in the cliché circumstance of changing clothes, instead he sees her with a full set of monster wings. Shiragami is actually a vampire attending school under the guise of being human. Asahi, determined to keep Shiragami's secret, promises not to tell anyone of her true identity. This will be harder than expected, as Asahi has major difficulty when it comes to hiding the truth. I feel bad for Asahi, you have to imagine his reality is just like ours, monsters are creatures of fairy tales. He's trying to have a normal high school experience and get himself a lady by asking out the girl he likes, just to find out she's the furthest thing from regular. He sees her casually chilling with full wings and has to take in that monsters are real. Shortly after that discovery, he's then burdened with the knowledge that aliens exist. New creature followed by new problem begin falling in front of him one after another. Now Shiragami is a fool. Her big goal is to continue to attend school, and the one thing that stops that is if anyone knows she's a monster. So what does she do? Let's her wings loose in a classroom with the doors unlocked, in front of an open window where anyone could look in. She was practically asking to be caught. Shiragami mentions she just couldn't help it and needed to stretch. Then go somewhere private and hidden. Given the time of day, just go home where you're free to do whatever you want. Then you think she'd learn her lesson but exposes herself again the very next day. Shiragami's vampirism is whack. I thought Twilight was bad having their vampires sparkle in the sun, but Shiragami tans in sunlight. Vampires in this world don't feed on blood, it's an act of intimacy, and Shiragami gets the common cold. Most vampire lore has them undead or immortal, so how could they get sick? Garlic waters their eyes and crosses make them agitated, like this show took everything about vampires and just made it a joke. As for a romance, the one friend mentioned Shiragami steals looks at Asahi, so maybe he has a chance, but it's because he always stares at her. If someone is constantly glaring at you, you're going to look back at them. Shiragami just thought Asahi knew about her secret, and the story makes it pretty clear Shiragami doesn't interact with anyone for fear her secret will be revealed, so it's safe to assume Asahi has never actually spoken to her. This means his infatuation with Shiragami is solely based on looks. Asahi is notorious for going from liking one girl to the next, so if he just had the hots for Shiragami, I would understand, but it's presented as if he loves her. I just find it strange Asahi would write a love letter for someone he doesn't know. What could be written in it aside from, I think you're pretty. He doesn't know about her family, she doesn't socialize, and isn't part of any after-school clubs. Asahi has nothing to go off of aside from what he sees in class, which is a mystery. When Shiragami's true ditzy personality is brought to the forefront, Asahi continues to like her even when that mystery is shattered. With all the time Asahi has spent with Shiragami since discovering her secret, I feel he would have been smart to update his love letter when attempting to give it to her later in the season. He would actually have a few things of substance to put in there now, like, I love how you can't control your wings, or I like how your fangs show when you try to eat. Asahi clearly cares for Shiragami, I mean he offers to take the hammer to the head just to give her peace of mind, I just don't understand his reasons for being so invested in her. It's not like she returns his feelings. She isn't even a good friend. 
Shirogami took way too long to jump in and stop Asahi from having his memories taken away. If Aizawa hadn't lost her nerve, he would have gotten hit with a hammer. Shirogami just stood there and said nothing for the longest time. I don't want to say Shirogami was using Asahi, but I feel like their friendship is only based on him not exposing her. Even if that isn't true and she does consider him a friend, that's all there was to it. From the jump, Asahi had feelings for her, and this dummy put himself in the friend zone and accepts the dagger through the heart every time Shirogami refers to them as friends. Not once during this entire season did I feel Shirogami showed any hint of interest in Asahi, let alone romantic feelings. She was a typical girl only showing interest in Asahi when another girl was all over him. Actually I Am was a strange watch because usually with a one-way love story, the other party at least considers a relationship with the person in love with them or sees them in a desirable light. Shirogami barely gives my man a look. Even when he went out of his way to keep her secret safe, she would be like, hey, you don't have to try so hard. His efforts seem more brushed off rather than appreciated for a lot of the season. When Akane takes Asahi's form, Shirogami says she never thought of him that way and still couldn't face any feelings while being pressed. Shirogami doesn't like Asahi even when the idea is forced into her head by everyone else. Moving into the next part, I feel like an idiot because I doubted myself. When I first saw Aizawa, I was like, does she have a bolt or screw coming out of her head? Then, like a dummy, I convinced myself it must be a hair accessory. Surely someone would have noticed a giant piece of metal protruding from their classmate's skull. Nope, guess they wouldn't. Turns out I was spot on and it's the hatch she uses to enter her giant robot body. Aizawa's a tiny alien occupying a human-like robot straight out of Men in Black. When Aizawa first saw Shirogami and Asahi walking the halls, they appeared on a screen. I thought Aizawa had a base at school that she was monitoring everything from. My prediction was she was going to be a monster hunter that would be an issue for an episode or two, then realize Shirogami is not a bad person and maybe not all monsters need to be hunted. The truth is she wasn't looking at them from a base, we were looking at them through the small form Aizawa and the screen was in her body. Speaking of her giant robot body, Aizawa should have technology out the ass yet her robot is plugged into a regular outlet to charge. Her mind racing method is smashing her target's head with an ordinary hammer. Asahi was smart when it came to that, not playing around, he took off from her the first chance he had when she pulled out the hammer. When it came to romance, Aizawa had little more sense than Shirogami. Her interactions were almost in flipped order with Shirogami's. Aizawa first felt that Asahi was staring at her because of attraction, then switched to believing it was due to him being aware of her secret. Aizawa ripped Asahi apart before he could confess, then wrecks him again in front of everyone after he had moved on. She was heartless when it came to destroying Asahi. Aizawa, like Shirogami being the typical anime girl, only now wants Asahi after he got close to another girl. The only benefit tipping the scales in her favor as a love interest is we know it's real. E.T.'s finger doesn't just glow on her head for anyone, it has to be true love. The Wolfman was a total joke, he needs to see a dentist with those jagged teeth. Just like Shirogami's vampirism was mocked, the wolfman was too. Throwing a stick is enough to distract him like a dog. Even a photo of the moon activates the transformation. He switches from a boy to a girl and it's not even clever. I've seen it done better in other anime. I would have actually applauded this show if the wolfman had sulked off assuming Asahi was Shirogami's boyfriend. I had a lot of respect for him not blocking. Instead, Asahi friendzones himself again and puts Shirogami in overdrive, explaining there's nothing between them. The principal was giving me Devil Luke vibes with her pink hair, tail, and green eyes. Akane was a brat and a troll. From beating around the bush about her horns, popping them off as fakes, and every other instance of trouble she causes. What principal steals her students' possessions and makes them chase her around for fun? 
The sexiness battle between Shirigami and Akane was pathetic. Neither of them could get Asahi going. I don't blame the principal for failing. Sure, she has a kid and should know how to turn someone on, but clearly Asahi just isn't a lolly man. After Shiho and Akane's introductions, this show got oddly sexual. It was a far jump from the first half of the season, and I couldn't even enjoy Shiho's lewdness because she was part dude. Shirigami's parents were another confusing part of this series. Anytime there was mention of their relationship and a little flashback was had, I was like, okay, it's showing a visual, not what truly happened. Then I thought every time one of these flashbacks occurs, it's from Shirigami's interpretation, which is why I was totally lost. Her father turned out to be a demonic giant. Shirigami knows what her father looks like, so why did she imagine him as a handsome, normal-sized guy? Pointy ears, no pupils, and a scarred face, like he looked wild. Is that how Shirigami's going to be when she grows up, or can they change it as they wish? And if that's the case, why would he ever choose to be in that big form? Now the most puzzling question of all is how he landed a baddie like Shirigami's mom looking like that. Or the real question everyone wants to know is how Shirigami was conceived. One sperm from that giant should realistically kill a human. The details on how they get freaky, that's what we needed a flashback for. As for the background music that played during the episodes, it was fire. Like during the cooking montage, it made a lot of sense, but there were other areas where the music felt like it was just slapped over a random conversation. Some of the placements were odd, but the songs themselves were great. Now we're going to get into some nitpicks. Public spanking as a punishment for failure on Isa was planted is stupid. Some people would pay good money for that treatment. How does Mikon not get in trouble for stringing people up at school or breaking into Shirigami's house? She definitely would face some punishment for putting up pictures of another student at their home in pajamas without permission. The knockoff Rambo on the DVD cover with his cheeks out, I did not need to see that at all. When Aizawa tried to hide the photo of her and Asahi at the festival, she should have rolled it up and put it down her head tube. Then keep it as a giant poster in her operations room. It would take up the entire side of her face, but no one would ever find it. The show in general continued to get goofier. An entire plotline was, give me chocolate or I'll destroy the planet. Connected to that, the teacher risked the world being struck by an asteroid just to torture her devil grandmother. The artists who came up with the character designs gave them all some big ass ears. I refuse to believe the whole Shirigami's mom told her about in the fence at the pool would still be there after all those years. The entire final episode could have been negated by Shirigami yelling out, Hey, I'm going to visit home for a few days, I'll be back soon, while being flown away by the giant bat. For a family trying to hide a vampire secret, the giant bat flying Shirigami from the school roof could be seen by anyone. Best Girl Waifu and Harem Best Girl is the class rep Aizawa. I enjoyed her character and feel she actually liked Asahi. Their date at the festival, while completely set up, was cute. Aizawa should have gotten out of her own way, stop bringing up Shirigami, and just enjoy her alone time with Asahi. In the end, she did snuggle up to him in front of the other girls, so good on her. Aizawa is not a waifu, but I would keep her and Shirigami close by for her harem. Final thoughts. The first time I watched Actually I Am, I knew I'd never go back to it. Reviewing it now, I feel the same way. While there were a few interesting characters, there was no overarching story. Each episode felt random, the romance in this series was terrible, and to be honest, I don't feel the writers had a plan going into making this anime. I would not recommend watching this series, it would be a waste of time. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.